You're listening to the Organize My Thoughts podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. Hello, family, and welcome back to another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. If this is your first time listening, I usually don't sound like this. As y'all can tell, I'm a little stuffy, but I'm here. I haven't been feeling well for the past week, but God is good. I'm being healed, and I'm excited to talk to you about today's topic. I don't even really have a title for today's episode, but if I did, it would be called Stop Stressing and Start Resting. That's right, y'all. Stop Stressing and Start Resting. I really believe that the reason I got sick was because I was extremely burnt out. I feel like sometimes we can get so used to going in autopilot that the work that we have been doing doesn't even seem draining at the moment. Like I honestly feel like my workload has only increased about 25%, but I think the capacity that I was at last year versus where I am now is just not the same. And it's requiring more time in the presence of God, more Um, time for my body to rest and recover than it did in previous seasons. And I'm really starting to feel the effects of that. If I can be honest, there have been so many things that I have been frustrated and irritated about this year. And I was just telling God, like, God, I feel like my emotions have been all over the place. And my time with God has been, you know, consistent. I'm consistently in his word. I may miss a few days here and there, but I'm really actively trying to be in God's presence. You guys know I've been practicing the Sabbath and child, that has been a process. It's been a beautiful process. Um, just getting used to really slowing down and moving at the pace of grace and being able to disconnect from technology and just prioritize being refilled. Like actually this past weekend, I did not do any work from Friday to Sunday because my body was demanding the rest that I knew I needed, but didn't know how to really get there. And so going back to my emotions, I feel like I've been feeling this burnout for a long time. Like even with all of the planning, all of those things, your body will tell you when it is time to rest. And so I was talking to God about just my emotions and I had to be honest. And I was like, God, I'm really irritated and frustrated because I feel like some of the things that I've been waiting on, I felt like in my mind, they should have happened already. Right. I feel like I've done all the things that he called me to do. I've planned out all the things that I can possibly plan. And really, I'm at this point where nothing in my life is in my control anymore. There comes a point where you have been obedient. You've done all the things on your obedience list. You have done all the planning. You have laid everything out and, you know, been responsible and a good steward over what God has given you. And there still comes a point where you have to trust God for the things that you cannot control. And I feel like nobody really talks about that place. We always talk about Go back to the last thing that God tell you to do, uh, do this, do that. But there's a season where there is no doing. There is only trusting. There is a season where there is no doing. It's only abiding. It's only resting in him and allowing him to just be God in your life. And for me, I don't believe that I had reached a season until recently where there was nothing I could do to change my circumstance. I felt very irritated by it. And this is where God was really dealing with me about control issues. Like, why do you always feel like you need to be in control of the timing or how things work out? And any the root of all control issues is really fear. It's fear of things not working out, fear of things not 
coming to pass in your timing or feeling like you're going to mess something up. So you try to control things. And God has been really dealing with that with me. And it's been extremely difficult. And I was telling God, well, really, he was telling me because y'all know you'd be thinking you're talking to God, but really, he just talking through you to you. And he was showing me that I've always been the type of person where people came to if they needed something like if they needed advice, they came to me. If they needed, you know, a strategy, they came to me. Like I've always been the one that was quote unquote responsible for helping somebody work through something. And so now I'm in this place where I don't have the capacity to do that and to be that to everybody. And God keeps telling me like, it's not your job to be there for everybody. That's my job. Only God is omnipresent where he can be present in multiple places at once. I am one person. And I think I really had to release the responsibility of trying to solve everyone's problems or even the responsibility and the stress of having to be available for so many people in my life. And once I did that, I was able to really be honest with myself and deal with my own things. When you are that primary person that everybody runs to, you don't even have time to process your own things that you've been through. And I felt like that was my frustration. It was like by the time I got to deal with just me, I was burnt out. I had been pouring, pouring, pouring. And even the parts of me that were being refilled by God were then being poured out again. So I feel like I've been operating at this place of 25% full. And it was exhausting, you guys. And that explains why I was so irritated and agitated. And so I don't know if you guys can relate to that, where you just feel like your emotions have been all over the place, or you've been extra irritated with people, you've been extra agitated, you've been feeling yourself withdraw from certain people because you're just so drained. And I believe a root of that is just not having the time to deal with your own things. And it becomes very stressful. And even just to go deeper into what God was revealing to me, because I really believe that there's somebody out there that's going through the same exact thing and they don't really have the language to explain why they've been acting the way that they've been acting. But the reason why you're so willing to be the one, the, the one stop shop for everybody that needs something is because you believe that you're only valuable when you're needed. You believe that you're only valuable when you can help somebody else. You're, you believe that you're only valuable when you can solve someone else's problem. And that's not true. You're valuable as a person. You're valuable just for just existing. Even if you can't provide a solution, the fact that you are just there, like your value does not reside in how many people's problems you can solve. And when he said that, it really kind of stressed me out because I felt like for so long I've been that person and I didn't even know what it felt like to not be that person. And I started to feel like when I would, if I tried to put in boundaries in place, like I remember um my mom came in my room recently and she just wanted to talk about something simple. And I told her, I said, I don't have the capacity to even answer simple things right now. Like my family, they will come to me for like simple questions and it's fine. But when you're in this place where you are literally depleted, 
you are exhausted. Sometimes even a simple question can just stress you out. And I think I had reached that point. And so I told her, I was like, I don't even have the capacity to even have small talk right now. And I could tell like she was like offended and everything. And it kind of broke my heart that she was offended because it felt, it went back to that place where I felt like I wasn't valuable because I couldn't, you know, be there for her in that way right now. But I was just trying to get her to understand like, yo, I am drained. I am exhausted. I am depleted right now and I need time to just deal with my own stuff. And of course, she didn't know that, you know, she wasn't trying to come in and, you know, stress me out, but I had just reached that point. We all reached that point where we just, it's only but so much you can take as a person, right? And for me, I had to figure out like, what is going on with Kyla? Like why I need to spend time in the presence of God for myself and what God gives me in that time, it doesn't necessarily need to go out to other people, right? Sometimes we get so excited about what God gives us in the word and we go and we share it with so many people, but sometimes God shares things that's just for you. It's just to fill your cup. And I didn't understand that as someone who pours out on the podcast, I pour out on my YouTube channel, I have a ministry, I pour out to my family, to my friends and my job. And I didn't understand that there were some things that were just, God was just pouring in to fill Kyla's cup. Just like God is going to give you some things that are just going to be just for you. Some revelations are personal revelations and they are the things that you can hold on to when everybody else is pulling from you. And I, it's funny because I've even had people tell me like, why don't you pour out to me? Like, why don't you, you know, vent to me? And I feel like there's a place in me because I don't vent often, because I don't pour out often. By the time I do, it's kind of like overflow. Like it's so much to be said. It's it's at this point, like God just needs to gather me up together because it's just too much. And so while you're learning to be, you know, a healthy giver and put in those boundaries, like don't feel bad for the times where you felt like you should have went to somebody and you did it. And now you have all of this stuff, just dump it out to God and he will teach you how to slowly release the things that have been building up. So it doesn't feel like a kettle boiling over. So I say all that to say, I know I kind of went off track a little bit, but I just believe that everything that is said here is intentional and someone needed to hear it. But to go back to, you know, stop stressing and start resting, and that's what God told me, you have to get to this point where you just have to release control of everything in your life, everything that you want, everything that you desire, everything that was promised to you by God, everything that was prophesied to you. You just have to get to this point where you just release it back in the hands of the one who gave it to you. And that is God. When you've done all that you can do, sometimes the only thing that's left to do is just stand. It's just to stand and to trust and to wait patiently. And I know we do not like to hear that. But if you do not learn, if we do not learn, because I'm talking to myself, if we do not learn how to trust God, even when we cannot hear him, even when we cannot trace him, even when there's no evidence of what he's doing in the natural coming to pass. If we do not learn that, you will literally be worrying yourself to death. There, The Bible says to take no thought for tomorrow, for today has enough troubles of its own. That means you're going to have to trust God day by day, moment by moment. For me, I've been trusting God hour by hour because when I tell y'all I've been so irritated lately, 
that I have to consistently surrender my emotions to God by the hour at this point because there's such an anxiousness and an excitement for what God is going to do in my life. And because there's, you know, not the fruit that I want to see is not evident yet. It's like I have to constantly just go back to God and be like, you know what, God, let me take some time to remind myself of who you are, what you have already done, and what your word says. Because those are the three things that I consistently anchor myself in when I'm tempted to worry. I remind myself that God is a promise keeper, that he is not a man that he should lie, that he has plans to prosper me and not to harm me. I remind myself of what he's done for me in the past. God, you came through for me in this area. God, you came through for me in in the last area. And I remember exactly how I felt in those moments because I've been journaling. So I go back to my journals and I see you know, that God took me from this emotional all over the place to being secured in the promise. I remind myself of that and I build my faith up in that. And then I go to the word. I'm like, God, I know that your word is not going to change. Your word says in John 1, 1, that you and your word are one. And so if I want to know what's on your heart, I go to your word. So I've been in the word, meditating, pulling up the scriptures. It doesn't matter how many times you've seen a certain scripture. The Holy Spirit is going to bring fresh revelation to your mind. And you need that because it's going to anchor you when the enemy wants you being tossed from side to side. It says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And for me, that double-mindedness was trying to, you know, be in the driver's seat and also let God drive at the same time. You cannot do that. You have to be consistently surrendered to let God drive. Either you're going to drive and be going somewhere in the wrong direction, or you're going to let God drive and you're going to get in the back seat and let him be God in, in your life. And that's what I really had to learn. So God was like, yo, stop stressing and start resting. Start resting in who I am. Literally start resting. Take some naps. Take some time off to not be working. God always reminds me that he can do more with me rested than he can with me stressed out and burnt out. He doesn't need me to be running all around doing everything in the world. That's his job. It's his job to be in multiple places at once. It's his job to bring these things to pass. And even in Proverbs 16 and 3, it says, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. That's the New Living Translation. Another version, the Passion Translation says, before you do anything, put your trust totally in God and not in yourself. Then every plan that you make will succeed. We have to get to the point where it's like, God, I want your will to be done, not my will. I want your timing, not my timing. I want your fruit, not the fruit that I think that should be here. I want your way. We have to get to that point because that is the only way that you achieve that peace that surpasses all understanding. That understanding part is what we want to happen. When when God says that he will give you peace that surpasses all understanding, that means he will give you peace over what you can understand. He will give you peace for the things that don't make sense. He will give you peace for the things that you think should have already happened in your life. He will give you peace for that missing puzzle piece that has not come to part in his plan yet for you. He will give you peace for the gray areas, for the middle areas. And I'm going to say this because I feel this strongly. Peace doesn't always look like an answer. Peace doesn't always look like a word from God. Peace is that assurance that God is moving on my behalf, whether I can see it or not. That is why the word says that we walk by faith and not by sight. 
peace is that promise, that gift that God has given you from the place of faith to the place of provision. Peace is what's going to hold you together when that word is given to you and then when you're contending and fighting and waiting for that word to happen. That is the gift that God has given you. But when we don't operate in that gift, we operate in the opposite, which is worry. It's anxiety. And I love this quote that I read in The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. It says that worry is worship to the devil. Again, worry is worship to the devil. When you're giving all of your worry, you're literally sending praises up to the enemy because that's what he wants. He wants you to be emotionally unstable. He wants you to be stressed out and worried and trying to do things on your own strength because he knows that you'll mess it up. So every time you're tempted to sit and worry, think about the enemy cheering you on. He wants you to be stressed out. He literally gets so excited when you're stressed out. And I don't know about you, but I can't stand the enemy. So I'm not finna give him any of my time. I'm not. And so I'm going to sit and worship to God. I'm going to sit in the peace, the free gift that he has given me that will hold me together when everything else is trying to blow me from side to side. Sit in that peace. That's why God says, stop stressing and start resting. When you rest in God, he will literally do more than your greatest imagination. that he will do exceedingly above all that you could even ask or think. He does that in the place of rest, not in the place of stress. So now with all that being said, we have a choice to make, all of us, whether we're going to trust God or we're not, whether we're going to try to do things in our own way and be frustrated and then go back and blame God because things didn't work out the way we wanted to, or we're going to trust God that for who he is. We're going to trust him that he is a promise keeper, that he is a way maker, that there is no door that he can open that somebody can shut, that he is always on time, even when it's not in our timing. We got to trust him. We're not always going to get it right. Some days we're going to have our little fits and tantrums. I know I do all the time, but we got to bring ourselves back to the place of saying, you know what, God, nevertheless, your will be done, not mine. Nevertheless, God, I trust you even when I can't trace you. I trust you even when I don't know what's next. I trust you even though I just pick myself up off the floor from crying because I'm so frustrated. I trust you, God. That's the place that we have to be. So this wraps up another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. If you know somebody needs to hear this message, text the link to at least two or three of your friends and share it on social media because we don't have time to be out here stressing you guys. God is going to do some amazing things and all we have to do is stop stressing and start resting in God. I love you all so much and I'll talk to you on the next episode.